Hey everyone, I'm Priya Suchdeva, your host of Trending Diary Show, your journey to connect with ideas, stories, experiences and people and get a deeper understanding of the world around you starts now. Today I'm connected to Prachi Kaskiwala, a passionate and professional architectural photographer and every traveler is trying to encapsulate the essence of different cultures she encounters. a frequent learner who believe, believes in the idea of evolving through learning and in a history of enthusiast and has been teaching history of architecture from the past 3 years in Bhagwan Mahavir College of Architecture and beyond that she's a wonderful and amazing lady i'm excited to be in conversation where we are going to explore everything from her perspective uh, about photography about passion about storytelling and beyond So tune in and join this amazing episode. So first of all thank you so much Prachi for being on Trending Diary. I am excited to be in conversation with you. I have seen your work. It's fantastic. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here today. It is the first thing that I'm really curious to know what initially sparked your passion for architecture and heritage. What's that? Uh, you know that that movement or how that started so my dad is an amazing photographer and i remember i got my first camera when i was 5 year old and every time we used to like travel my dad always made me click pictures and uh, come back and then write a travel log about what all did i observe where was this place exactly located and what is it that i loved about this place and i always used to uh, maintain it you know so i used to click pictures take prints uh, then and write stories about what all did i see so architecture has really been very 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 close to my heart since then so it's not just about bricks and mortar but it it is um, something that really inspires me and uh, i mean i can keep visiting the same place again and again and then i love enjoy taking different pictures every time i see the same building uh, so so i share yes. a similar thing not indeed i am a good photographer but my dad has been also amazing photographer so since very initial years of his career and life he ha- he was into photography so we also ha- you know had this moment as you shared that uh, that every time he came home he shared stories around that but uh, unfortunately i was the one who always loved to get clicked never you know clicking <laughs> so just the other way around <laughs> another thing how do you approach capturing the essence of a building through architectural photography so i think um you are someone you are a storyteller as well so how do you capture those stories how do you capture that those emotions see so usually whenever i am traveling i make sure that i keep visiting this same place again and again because then you get similar with how do people live here i usually like i'll give you a small example okay i usually do not buy a bottle while i'm traveling like a bisleri or bottled water okay i usually carry a bottle and then i'll stop at a shop or if i come across somebody i just ask for water and then the conversations begin i learn about when did this shop exactly started i mean and uh, 
about their family when did they shift to this place the history of this place because only the localites can give you the insight uh, of the city or the area or the building that you are exploring so uh, you know it's 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 about documenting at what time do we get the bestest light i mean when does it when does sunlight hits the wall of this building and makes it look very beautiful you know so usually pre-plan my trip so if I have to visit to a particular monument I will actually study the sun path and then I'll figure out that at what time the building would look the best and you know because because we usually have or we spend like 10-15 minutes at a place but then if you spend more time you get to learn more like if you if you visit for example, Taj Mahal in the morning, it'll look completely different. And during the sunset, the building looks completely different, right? So it's all about capturing the lights and shadows uh, and, uh, uh, you know, how does these buildings suddenly starts to look different at different point of time. Indeed. You know, so uh, when as a viewer, the kind of pictures truly appealed me is something whenever let's say if I go through someone's blog or or their Instagram the ones who have um who have maintained the sense of a story of that particular place whether it's the architecture or a capturing a human or something else as well as putting that creativity that just that no one has a ever seen so like for example one of one of the photographers that I really appreciate I'm forgetting the name but this lady just captures his her family and do the wizarding world so she captures that essence and everything so definitely going to share that and it's beautiful so just want to understand from you as a professional perspective how do you find the balance between the preserving architectural heritage and embracing the modernization technicalities or that modern look Oh God, I'm somebody who's not yet been able to accept the modernization happening. Like if, if it all I have to choose between tradition and innovation, I'm always going to choose tradition, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm yet to find the balance because I always find uh, the traditional things so much more logical and durable. Like... Uh, uh, you know the old buildings those intricate details that those buildings have I mean they're still there they're still standing there right um so uh yes I'm yet to find that balance and I I, I think I'd continue uh finding beauty in the ancient structures or uh, the traditional built forms and what do you think what role does these traditional originally architecture plays in shaping personal and individual behaviors and emotions See, uh, so I think it plays a very important role. I mean, the smallest of the things like, you know, for example, if the building is built in a way that encourages you to uh, live a sustainable lifestyle, for example, now what if you are staying in a building that is completely made up of concrete and glass? Okay, would you be able to live there without a fan? Or AC also. Like it will force you to turn the AC on, right? I mean, so so even if you want to put plants, but the windows doesn't open, okay. These are all fixed glass windows. 
how will you grow plants that have flowers in it? How will you water those plants? Then, then you know, you'll you'll just have to end. I mean, you'll end up buying buying indoor plants and then killing them again and again without fresh air. Okay, so imagine if these plants cannot survive without natural fresh air. Okay. How do you think you can live in those buildings, right? So it's like, I think this is how they shape you up. I mean, imagine, I, I just, you know, I'm just thinking like the older houses, as soon as you open the door, okay, there used to be like just another house and it was so easy to communicate with your neighbors, right? right. I think we are all turning introverts because... Uh, you know, our homes do not face anybody else's home now, you know, and, and I think we fail to communicate with our neighbors, right? So I think it plays a very important role when you interact with people, when you understand their culture, and you make friends, and you meet people at a particular time. I mean, suppose you and somebody, you, you probably meet in your parking every day at the same time. I think it, it builds connection with the people that are staying around you. So, yes, I mean, it does play a very important role in how you live your life. Made lots of sense. Uh, along with that, could you share some example of, uh, of a building that really surprised you uh, with its impact on people section? Yes, so in Karnataka, okay, uh, there's a place called Murbadri. Uh, and this place has this concept of having Ghar Mandir, okay, which is they all have temples in their homes, okay. And when I say temples, it's not just a small temple or a corner where they accommodate an idol or a painting, but these are like proper beautiful temples inside the houses, okay. And there's a story. So all the people who were traders, okay, that time, I mean, they had so much faith in their religion and God that they used to carry these idols with them whenever they used to, uh, you know, travel, okay. So then it was very difficult for them to, you know, take care of uh, these idols and to perform the uh, rituals and everything. So they all built these houses where they built temples, okay? Mm -hmm. And these buildings are so magical and so beautiful, you know? I mean, I've, I've never seen this concept before. Like, uh, I mean, yeah. So so I think I really love these buildings and the concept of having a ghar mandir inside instead of a courtyard. So... Interesting. Yes. This is the first time I have heard about such kind of concept. In which part of country it was? It is in Karnataka. It was in Karnataka. And uh, what do you think? Uh, can you discuss a bit more on the connection of architecture, culture and the sense of the place? Yeah, so I think uh, the traditions, if we talk about traditions, right? So yeah. nowadays we try and put, uh, I mean, we try to put art on the walls. and But but if you look back, even, you know, we have found traces that there used to be paintings in the caves also. Like, you know, if, right. if we discuss those times. And I was traveling in Gujarat and there's this place called Dharmaj. And one interesting thing which I saw was, uh, you know, it's called Chapa, okay? So uh, at the entrance near the door, you'd see a female's uh, ka, hands ka imprint, right? 
and uh, it was done when a newly wed uh, female i mean when she she's welcome to the house like this so this is a gesture that tells them that now you are a part of this house you know and it's so beautiful you know and not only this if we talk about colors also if we go to rajasthan you know you would see a lot of colored doors and colored walls and i was just discussing it with somebody that why are these uh, uh, houses painted like orange and red and green and this person told me a very interesting thing that you know the color orange we call it bhagwa in hindi okay mm -hmm. so i'm aware of it no i was bhagwa color okay so this name has been derived from the hindi word called bhagwan right so bhagwan they they have named this color bhagwa because uh, it's the most powerful color and it wards off the evil you know mm -hmm. and they've painted these uh, doors orange and i mean there's there's so much of thought process and storytelling behind these colors and the smallest of details you know i met an architect who was telling me that is observed uh, in in some part of gujarat where they have something uh, you know a rod like thing hanging near the door okay and and he was not sure that why is it there okay but then he told me when he was walking out of that place he actually was hold, he found him holding that and then he was wearing his shoes you know mm -hmm. so it's like it, it was actually meant for that right okay so so you know it doesn't come with a manual like a building doesn't come with a manual that how to use it right i mean right. you just start it the way you want to and suppose some things are built for or are meant to be used in a certain way but you actually start using it in a way that you are very comfortable with right and i think that's the most beautiful thing about architecture and these buildings and this is what i love to document and also you know a similar story resonate with me where you were talking about that village that how there was a you know two hand chop on every building so recently yeah. i went to <clears throat> rantambo and there was a small village that we were crossing and uh, what we have seen on every house is no matter big or small um, they had this tradition so whenever someone get married they they make a big heart uh like put a cross like a cupid and put the name like uh, let's say just nisha oh, yes. rahul or whatever oh, <laughs> that's yes. how they do Oh, yes, I have a picture also. It says yes. Sunil uh, loves Lakshmi. <laughs> on every single house for the like when we were crossing one or two houses, we were like, okay, they have done it like you know out of craze or something. But hundred houses across the line or throughout the village, they were having this tradition. The most beautiful houses have made this like you know manually made this or like okay they have like this there is a kind of ritual or something at their place. So yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, yeah. Yeah, please. What in Rantambur? Have you been there? Yeah, I've I recently been there, like a, a month prior. Okay, I mean it's just so beautiful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> also, what advice do you have for the aspiring architectural photographers who want to explore heritage and culture through their work? So throughout your journey, if I I should say. Five years, ten years, fifty years, whatever the amount of work you have done, if you want to conclude it in one or two minutes to advise these people who are the you know who are aspiring photographers, who are aspiring storytellers into the similar niche, so 
I think in a world where we have so many filters available and there's so many tools through which you can manipulate your image or your story, I think I'd encourage them to uh, stick uh, to the true story and to depict uh, the true story and stay true to their art. I think, yes, this and is the only thing that I'd like. And any note on how they can uh, overcome the challenges? See, I think uh, when we talk about challenges as an architectural photographer, it's not just a technical challenge. I think a lot of times the challenge that I have faced is a lot of uh, temples or ancient buildings or heritage structures, they do not allow you to take pictures there, right? right? So you do not know that you have to take a prior permission and then you're already there, right? Uh I mean, you cannot even take pictures. And I think that's the biggest challenge that I've always faced. Like I've been to so many places that have so many elements and architectural elements, which you've never seen before, right? And, and even if you look at these buildings, like you cannot even make out that why are these elements uh, placed there? Like I recently went to a temple, okay? It has 12 pillars, okay? They're all designed, uh, you know, uh, I mean, they look like uh, all sun sign, okay? Like mm -hmm. Libra has, so they have made, uh, you know, something that would depict each sun, uh, sunshine, you know? I mean, sun sign, okay? Mm -hmm. And every month, the sun path changes and only one of those columns get lit sabse pehle. Mm -hmm. you, you learn all this when you only are allowed to take images even if I write it, I don't think you'd be able to visualize it the way a picture or a video can justify it. So I think this is the only challenge that I have faced. And, you know, I feel that you should always take prior permissions or research that if you are allowed to picture that place or no. But, and yes. You know, I can relate to relate this uh, very well. I'm not a photography student. I had photography student, but I recently, like uh, six, seven months prior, been to a trip to Kerala. Uh, so there was a temple, Padma Bhanam Swami. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. So this is one of the most richest temple of the country. So I think there was a news, there was some private vaults, vault A, B, we have lots of khazana and everything. So anyways, being North Indian, I was so curious to explore their temples that, you know, what kind of architecture they were, they had, and they have this tradition of only wearing lungi or sari, you cannot go in any other attire. So the moment I went yeah. there, I, my phone was, you know, uh, got away, my camera was taken away, and the and even I regretted more when I visited the temple. I mean, it was so beautiful, as you mentioned, the kind of detailings they have. Uh, because as it is one of the most richest, so, uh, lots of monuments, lots of uh, uh, statues were made of gold and silver. So I think that was really beautiful. And I really want to, like, I want to make a blog. I really want to make a blog. So I understand that, you know, just where you are reluctant as a, a professional, as a storyteller, you really want to capture as much as you want. So I can really relate to that. So that's the particular incidence that reminds me of that pain. <laughs> One more thing that I feel very bad about is like if 
is traveled to any part of the country, right? All these old temples or buildings were carved out of stone, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, these people who do not know how to preserve heritage or, right. you know, are not aware that there are architects who specialize in doing this, right? They paint these structures white or beige. Now, all these details, they just fade away. Mm-hmm. So I always crave to document these buildings, not just to write a blog or, you know, mm-hmm. just to record it for the sake of it because they are aesthetic and beautiful, but so that we can convey a message that you need to handle these buildings with care. Even if you're trying to preserve the architecture and keep it intact, there is a right way to do it. You just can't paint these buildings the way you want to. Indeed. I think that's the one of the wonderful messages that I've heard. And <clears throat> I think with the special permission of something, it can be accessible, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But most of the times you do not know that you will not be allowed to do this. And, you know, most of these places do not have a website or contact number that you can even reach out to these people before. Or sometimes you just happen to, you know, um, discover this place, you know, and... Uh, yeah. I understand. <laughs> With that said, there's the last thing, Prachi. I'm really curious to know from my guest. What is the one trend that you'd like to see more evolving in the new world or one trend that you'd like to see more embraced? Oh, I think, okay, you're talking about a trend, right? right. This it is can a... be anything. I think I've currently... Uh, consuming this kind of content a lot where people are documenting the older cities and these old songs have uh, uh, you know you'll see a lot of uh, people using these old songs with you know those aesthetics that look very much like a a video that was filmed on a film camera you know this is one trend that I'm really addicted to and I really love watching it a lot yes you look forward to like I I shouldn't say you look forward to so can we look forward to see any documentary of Netflix of yours oh (laughs) yes all the best for that and thank you so much Prachi it was wonderful talking to you I haven't explored the buildings or you know storytelling from someone like you so thank you so much thank you so much for having me here I really had fun talking to you Thank you so much, beautiful people, for listening. I hope you get some value today. If you have some idea, concept, or story to share, do DM me at the Instagram page of Training Diary. Do not forget to leave us a positive review on iTunes. And also, you can follow us back and give a review on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, no matter which audio platform you're listening to. And also, you can check out now the video clips on Instagram page of Training Diary as well as on our YouTube channel, Training Diary Show. With that said, I'll see you soon in the next episode with another great value, with another great story, with another great human. Till then, signing off Priya Sutteva. Bye-bye and God bless us all.